0: Step out into the open air And claim your freedom waiting there Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Coffee in the Crow. I'm Abigail Hobbs. These are my lovely horses behind me. We, uh, I th- think you should be able to see in the camera. Over here to my right is Zell and Fayana. They're sharing some hay. I just put some hay out for the horses um, Starting today, I'm going to probably be hanging them at noon so they can have like munchies, uh, midday munchies maybe <laughs> uh, because the grass in the pasture has dramatically been reduced because it's cold, right? And then uh, farther behind me back here is Rayana. That is my daughter's Mustang. And then over here, I'm not sure if you can see in the camera, I'll try to move out of the way. Sky is right behind me. She's eating hay. They're happy. They're munching away. I'm happy. I have coffee here. Um, my, my awesome Jennifer got me this cool little um, holder to put on my Yeti cup. So it makes it a lot easier to hold out here in the crowd. So that's cool. One of my Christmas presents. And today, the day that I'm recording this, so I guess this, this will come out um, on Wednesday. It will be January 3rd. But today, as I'm recording this, it's January 1st. So happy fucking 2024 to all of you, wonderful wild humans out there that are still showing up every day. I'm so proud of you. You made it. We made it. We survived all of 2023 and we're heading into this beautiful new year full of I'm sure challenges and also opportunities. So I'm looking forward to what unfolds and a little bit scared too at the same time if I'm gonna be honest because we all have ideas of how our year's gonna pan out and then life comes along and just says, that's nice, but what about this? <laughs> you know, all the things that are out of our control come along and uh, yeah, so I'm a little scared about that, but. That's part of the adventure, right? So I'm so grateful to be here this morning with all of you. I brought a couple crates, um, changing up my seating system here. I've got my heated winter gloves on, keeping my hands cozy today. It's very cold out here. I was sitting here thinking, because I'm sitting on these crates and like there's so much air movement, I'm like, I really would like heated seats right now, like a bun warmer, (laughs) but maybe that's like you know, I don't know, 2034, 10 years from now, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in 10 years? Who knows if I'll be alive in 10 years, right? We don't even know until then. Um, Yeah, until then, I just layer up and keep showing up. So I wanted to talk a little bit about 2023 with you guys. And here's the reason. I was thinking about, you know, like a new year starts. Everyone talks about like, what's your word for the new year or like, you know, what's your goals and your hopes and your dreams, and your aspirations. And, and, uh, a lot of us are also reflecting on the past year. And for me, I was thinking, oh my God, like 2023 did not end up being the kind of year I thought it was going to be at all. And I'm sure that's probably the story for most every human, but I really thought I was going to get freedom for the taking like launched and I was kicking ass, I was networking, I was traveling all over, trying to go to different business opportunities and talk different places and meet a lot of people and like really shoving myself out of my comfort zone. But my goal was to really launch Freedom For The Taking and and, um, I tried so many different things and I pivoted like all throughout the year, trying a billion different things. And, uh, it just really never, you know, took off. And I know things, nonprofits take years to get going, especially probably any business, but maybe specifically nonprofits. I don't know. Um, I'm new to all of it, but so I also am like, well, you know, that was pretty high aspirations for just one year of something I've never done. Right. Um, but, um, so I was kind of thinking about 2023, going like, that's kind of disappointing, you know. I, I, what did I get done? Did I even do anything worth doing? Like, I don't know. I just was feeling not very successful, and so I started thinking, okay, well, I didn't really get my nonprofit off the ground like I hoped. So, this guy's back there blowing her nose. I didn't get my nonprofit off the ground like I hoped. So, what did I do? And then as I started rethinking through my whole last year, all of these things started flooding in my brain. I was like, oh shit, no wonder why. No fucking wonder why I didn't. (laughs) Like so many huge changes happened last year for my family. Like some people don't even go through that many huge changes in a lifetime, I swear. Like some fucking big changes and it was a lot. It was a huge year for us and a lot of really um, difficult changes that, that I personally navigated. So I wrote just a few of the huge things down. This doesn't even begin to cover all of the in-between things, but just to a, a to give myself a better perspective. And I'm, not, I'm doing this because I would like to encourage all of you guys to do the same thing. I know that we all had ideas for 2023 and you know, different things came along and maybe some of those things happened, and then some of those things didn't. And it feels like, well, you know, maybe you feel a little bit discouraged. I encourage you to sit down and write out just like kind of bullet, maybe, maybe in, in bullet points. Um, what comes, whatever comes to your mind, what did you do last year? What, what obstacles came your way? And you might be surprised. I was really surprised. And then I felt better. I was like, oh, I feel better. (laughs) So going into this new year, having lots of aspirations, that's all amazing and awesome. And you know, always shoot for the stars or wherever you want to shoot for, okay? But also remember that just because it wasn't on our to-do list or our goals or any of those things doesn't mean we didn't accomplish amazing things or we didn't overcome incredible obstacles. Um, they just weren't in our plan, right? So I'm going to read through some of these things real quick just to give you a little bit of a um, an idea of what my 2023 was like. Um, so my son in 2022, the fall of 2022 started... Um, public school for his very last year of high school. Okay. So I've homeschooled my kids all up to this point. Um, and my son wants to try doing his last year of high school, all the years previous that were homeschool his last year in public school. Um, so he started in the fall. So in 2023, that spring my son graduated high school. Um, It was a wild ride, but he made it to the end. I was so proud of him. And that was a really big change for all of us. Um, But even then, like he at least was 16, he could drive himself. So at the same time that he was finishing up and graduating high school, I was finishing up my girls last year of homeschooling. So in 2023, in the spring, they finished. Um, my oldest daughter finished ninth grade and my youngest finished fifth grade at home. Okay. So they finished that at home. We wrapped up all of the homeschool stuff, which is I've been in charge of that my uh, raising my kids and homeschooling my kids their whole life okay up till spring of 2023 so i wrapped up all their records i did all the record keeping i had all the did all the book ordering and keeping track of and the teaching like i did everything so i wrapped all of that up it was a lot and i have a lot of records um from all that that i'll hang on to until they're graduated and then they can decide what they want to do with them but uh, Nate and I had decided that, and with and, and also talking with the girls, like we all decided as a family that they wanted to try, they watched their brother finish high school and go to public school, and they wanted to try public school. So I also was excited about this because I was like, I never really wanted to homeschool my kids, but that's what I was taught. So this to me was freedom of like, it was taking my freedom. Like I don't have to just live in this certain box of being the stay at home homeschool mom and, you know, do all these things, being this homemaker, like I get to choose. So it was freeing me from that box and also giving my girls a new opportunity. So we wrapped up their homeschool thing for this summer. I really focused on spending time with my kids because I knew my son was going off for college in the fall and I knew my girls would be starting public school. And I was scared as shit. I was excited, but I was terrified. So I was like, I will take the summer and I will spend time with my kids. And so I did, I really focused on doing a lot of things and just spending time with my kids over the summer. Okay, fall comes, my son. Okay, this now I gotta tell you this. This is a really crazy, crazy, craziness, okay? Within three days, my son left for college and not just like college down the street. He went seven hours away to a different state, moved away to college my girls started public school for the first time in their lives um going into 10th grade and sixth grade and jennifer moved onto our property just let that sink in three ginormous life changes my son moves away to college my daughters start public school i'm used to them being home all the time and that's also like driving them to and from school and all of the school stuff that I've never had to do. Like it's, that was a huge adjustment and Jennifer actually moving onto our property. So over the summertime um, I had helped Jennifer, we worked together and found a camper that we really liked. And so that was one of the other things, big things we did over the summertime. Me, Jay, Nate and Jennifer uh, teamed up to find her camper, get the camper, bring it here, set it up. We had to um, get it hooked up to electric. We had to, um, yeah, there was some work that needed to be done on it. Jennifer worked really hard to kind of seal it up for the winter and then um, rented a, a ditch witch and dug a, a water line, trenched a water line and it was an entire weekend just to get the water over there. Anyways, it was a huge project was what I'm saying. So that happened also so that she could have a place and and actually come here and be with our family all of the time. So that was something that we've been working toward over the last year. And we're really excited to finally get to that spot. But that's three, (laughs) within three days, those huge things. It was like my son was gone. My daughter's off to public school. Jennifer's moving here. Oh my God. Huge. Like, huge mungus. Change of life, change of schedule, change of everything. Um. Oh, and also that, let's see, I guess it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't till November that it actually happened, but like uh, I helped Jennifer. We got her house that she was staying in, living in, that was her house, got it put on the market. And that was a process of selling her house that happened over the summer and the fall. Anyways, finally, some things felt like it was going to work and then fell through. And so it's this long, arduous process to finally sell her house, um, barely in the nick of time before the end of the year. So that was huge. We had to get, you know, all of her stuff moved out and, and everything cleaned and ready for inspection. And, and just, <laughs> it's a big deal to sell a house, right? So, um, that was another huge thing that happened. Okay. So not only do you have to move her here, we had to sell her house all the while. I'm trying to juggle. My son's gone now and my daughter's going to public school, trying to learn that schedule. Um, it kind of splits my day up, you know, getting the girls off to school and then picking them up at, at three 30. And so it's just, it was like a total rearrangement of all of everything. Okay. I also took a class and got my motorcycle endorsement, which I told you guys about. And then, less than a month of getting my endorsement, I bought a Kawasaki Vulcan 900 motorcycle. So that was that was big, huge, from going from not being a motorcycle rider to just suddenly owning a, my own motorcycle. Um, I also over the summer trained for and completed my first triathlon I'd ever done. That was a crazy amazing experience and I got heat stroke for the first time in my life over the summer which was not an amazing experience it was horrible but um, I learned some important lessons um, basically that my body has limits and if you push it too far you will die all right lesson learned um, I put on a our family put on a huge fall festival for the public opened it up to the public advertised Um, planned for it, bought lots of supplies, set up and had just a smashing wonderful fun event over the fall. That happened within the same um, couple weeks that my oldest daughter also did her first triathlon. So after I did mine, I helped my oldest daughter train so that she could do a triathlon too. So she did one within a few months of mine. was we were super proud of her, but that was like right around the fall festival time. We were getting the triathlon in, and then my daughter also had a school play that took up all weekend long, and we were also preparing for the fall festival. So it's just like bang, 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 all these huge things right in the room. And I look back on this list that doesn't even begin to encompass it. Oh, I forgot to mention that um, when my son graduated high school in the spring, we took him on a trip to Colorado to whitewater raft for the first time. It was the first time that uh, my kids have ever whitewater rafted. Now, Nate and I did when we were younger, but um, first time we had taken our, our kids. And my son was 17, it was an amazing, fun and crazy experience, but it was this bonsai trip. Drive up there, stay a couple of days, drive back home. It was really fun. We spent a lot of money, but it was worth it. It was a really great way to celebrate um, my son's graduation. And just a huge, we haven't done a huge trip like that, um, God, I guess, since we lived here, which is going on five years. So it was really good for us. Okay, so all of that, not to, you know, go on and on about myself, but I'm just trying to say, like, it helped me to reorient my brain like my idea of success was these things i had written down on a paper or that i had in my mind and these goals and these things i was working towards and i didn't reach those benchmarks i didn't reach those goals but fuck (laughs) some other really really important things happened and i helped make those happen like it wasn't just You know, oh, some shit came and I had to deal with it. Like, no, these were huge decisions for our family that we made huge. You know, it's a huge decision to become a non monogamous family. And we thought long and hard and many conversations and and years of planning and growing um, in, you know, each of us in in our trouble growing and expanding and and learning to become more um, Steady, I guess, in who we are, so that we could be a trouble anyways, it's been a lot of work to to get to that decision, and then also to decide to stop homeschooling my kids and put them on public school, like God, that's just no wonder why, <laughs> so I'm really proud of myself, like I show up here today on the on the first day of twenty twenty four and I think, you know, I know I'm gonna have great plans for twenty twenty four and and maybe I'll get to do some of those things, but I'm just a one tough chick. That's what I've decided. Like, I've proven to myself that I can do some really shit hard things, and they're good things. Like, they were good decisions. They were decisions that we really, as a family, decided was the direction we wanted to move in. But didn't make them easy. And it's I'm still adjusting. Honestly, I'm still adjusting to my kids going to public school. I'm still trying to find my way with all that. But. I'm just really proud of myself because I could have just one hidden a hole and said, I can't do this anymore, you know, but I just kept showing up every day. And that's why I say I'm so proud of you guys. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for continuing to wake up and show up for your life. Even on the days that you wish you could just crawl in a hole and hide. And it's okay if you need to crawl in your bed and hide under the covers for a day or two, you know, but I know you're going to come out because you're amazing. You're fucking awesome, right? So my son is home for Christmas break. We had an amazing Christmas. I hope you guys had a really great holiday season. Um, I know that's a lot of pressure and obviously not every moment is going to be amazing and great, but I hope you had some really maybe great moments during the holiday season. Um, It was really nice to have all of us together. Um, I will say it's, a, a different type of stressful, though, having everybody all together all the time for, like, two weeks. It's a lot. Um, and Nate's work's been really slow. So he had a couple of weeks off work. And Jennifer had off work. Um, but hers was, was paid vacation. But, and then my son's home. My girls are off school. She's like, oh, my God. Like, we're together all the time. So I had to. <laughs> it's been this, like, okay, I need to, like, find some moments to go off by myself for a little bit kind of um refuel uh ground myself so that's that that's part of it's been challenging i think that probably rings true for a lot of people during the holidays is like being around family a lot can also be like too much so taking giving yourself permission to take space and take the time you need you know that's what i kind of had to learn over this and So it's been wonderful, but I'm also kind of ready for everyone's schedules to go back. You know, it's like, all right, okay, yeah, vacation's over. All right, time to get back to schedules. (laughs) Can't do this all the time, right? Um, But yesterday I I woke up and went into the kitchen and I saw, I have my whiteboard up in, in the kitchen where I like write the stuff that the items that we need or my to-do list or whatever, keep my notes on. My son had written the question up on, on my whiteboard. What is the meaning of life? And I thought, well, that's interesting. Um, and I decided not to write an answer because, um, I, I thought, you know, I don't think I can answer that for everybody. I can answer that for me. I can't answer that for anybody else, though. So I just kind of left it blank. But then I saw that Nate later on wrote under it symbiosis. And I thought that's really interesting. And then Avriella, my youngest, she wrote under it to embrace yourself fully and discover what life means to you. And I was like, shit, that's cool. And I thought about it for a while, and I ended up having a conversation with my son about it. Um, my son's very much a deep thinker, and I love it. I love when he poses these really deep questions, and um, he likes to, you know, have these philosophical conversations. And so we were, we were talking about it later on, and... I told him, I said, you know, I didn't write an answer there because, and I was tempted to, of course, right away, like I grabbed the marker, I was going to write up an answer. I was like, hold up, Betsy, you can't answer that for everybody. And so I was explaining that to him and, and he said, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And I said, you know, I said to me, if I was to answer that, here's the meaning of life. It's just like what another, what religion would do or any religion like, oh, you know, the Christians say the meaning of life is that we are living down here to serve God and, um, you know, be His hands and feet so that when we die, we can go up to heaven and be with Him forever, you know? Like, and then the Buddhists, I don't know what they would say. Everyone, but every different religion was going to say something different for what the meaning of life is. And I think, you know, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to try to assume that I know the meaning of life for the rest of the world. But I can decide what it means to me. And uh, so I asked Jaden, I said, what is the meaning of life to you? He said, I've been thinking about it. he said, I, he said, he, I think he read this thing online. Maybe you saw it on social media somewhere, but I guess that's online, whatever. Um, but he said, and I wrote it down. Let me see what my notes say here. Oh, he said, he saw this thing that he, it really resonated with him. And it was, the meaning of life is to enjoy the passage of time. And I said, say more about that. And he said, well, you know, the whole thing of like finding happiness and, and, you know, all the, all this things of like, maybe maybe it's not about you know the the success or finding happiness and like what if it's just about enjoying the passage of time and I said that is so cool I said and when he was saying that you know that you like you know finding happiness and everyone talks about that and being happy in the pursuit of happiness like it just feels sometimes and he said this before like what if it doesn't exist you know And I said, so when you're talking about that, it sounds like those things feel like pressure to you to be happy or to find happiness. That feels like pressure. He said, yeah. I said, so just enjoying the passage of time, like that to me is just enjoying each moment that you get. And we had this really neat conversation just about like, you know, and I was explaining to him like, that's it that's the key because we don't know how much time we have and so we can you know bargain and we can bet and we can gamble but we don't know truly how much time we have so we can set up our life like this is how I'm going to be happy as I'm going to save up this much money and then I'm going to go on this cruise and I'm going to do this and like we can have set all that into place and work towards that. and There's nothing wrong with that, but it's a gamble. Like we don't know if we'll even make it there to, to that happiness. So if we're not pursuing happiness in a certain way, if we take that pressure away and say, what if we focus on enjoying the passage of time, enjoying the moments that we have then if we do reach those benchmarks or those goals or those things that we want to do then awesome but we're not miserable all the way up there and we're not wasting our life with this pursuit we're enjoying the moments that we get and I told him I said you know I, I think to me life really is about pain and struggle like to live is to know pain and to struggle. Like to me that's what like the core of living is and then there's these moments in between these beautiful moments that are tucked between the pain and the suffering and the challenges and and these little moments of respite. And oh, got some horse fighting back there. Hey. Spread out, girls. There's plenty of hay for everybody. Ryan is claiming this one spot for some reason the twins are trying to get her hay girls come on over here there's more hay they're like all right it's not worth it (laughs) but there's these beautiful little moments of, of respite and peace and fun and curiosity and joy and um wildness and adventure like those are all tucked in they're all tucked in but but maybe we're gonna miss them if we are hyper-focused on one specific thing to make us happy. Maybe if we took that pressure off ourselves and we said, you know what? We expect that life is going to be hard. We expect it's going to be painful. That's, 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 that's what we all get at some point in life. Right? And it happens all throughout life. Like you just can't escape that. But, there's these beautiful moments how can how can I soak in those moments when they come how can I be aware to not miss those moments um, because to to be alive is risky because you never know when you're gonna die so I was telling my son like it's all a gamble every fucking bit of it's a gamble every bit we do not have control of anything except for ourselves right now like How am I going to spend my time right now? I have control of that. How am I gonna decide to use the time that I have right now? And if we narrow it down to this moment right now and what we have control of right now, I think it takes the pressure off and kind of allows us just to like to let go of trying to control all the other things and being like, yeah, it's just fucking risky. It's risky to be alive. <laughs> it's just, and that's what makes life so beautiful. Because if there wasn't death, we wouldn't appreciate life, right? The yin and the yang. Like you need that risk there to make this so beautiful and valuable. If we lived forever, you guys, life would not be valuable to us. We would not value it. We would waste the fuck out of it because we had endless amounts of it, right? Kind of this, like, like money. If you had endless amounts of money. You could just waste it on anything. But because you're on a budget, you're careful how you spend your money and you prioritize. Same thing with life. We don't have endless amounts of it. So we have to be careful. And we have to prioritize it. And to me, that means prioritizing the moments, like right now, today. Yesterday, I was having a conversation with Jennifer, and it was a little bit of a rough start to our morning. She had some really bad dreams, and we were talking about some things. And her car situation, her car has been breaking down. And so, like, we were trying to talk about what kind of car she should be looking for. And it's just been this, it's been this, um, just a, pain point really for her that's just been a pain in the ass for her and we're trying to figure out an answer and and make good decisions and all this stuff so in the middle of this stressful conversation it's just like uh you know one of the crappy parts of life vehicles breaking down i thought about you know this is my last day of 2023 i don't want to spend it frustrated and annoyed and consumed with, you know, these problems we have to figure out. I just decided like, I don't want to spend my last day like that. And I don't want to go into 2024 carrying stress and anxiety. Like, I don't want to do that. So it's just like, I made that decision. That was my, this is my control of the moment. I was like, no, I'm just not going to do that. So I pivoted, Jennifer and I had a conversation. We regrouped and it was like, we're going to change the trajectory of today. We're not going to spend it frustrated about this. We're going to put this on hold for a minute and just enjoy our family time. And It was awesome because I realized, wow, we have the power to do that in this moment. We don't have the power to do a lot of other things. And we can't control the future really well. Um, like we can control, I guess, decisions we make for the future. But like right now, that's really all we had control of. And we pivoted and it was awesome. Like, I was so proud of myself for thinking like, I'm not going to do this. Like I have a choice today, how I want to feel and this doesn't feel good to me. So I got to change some things. So that is, that is freedom I think if you understand that simple um, approach to life. Yes, there's a lot out of our control and there's a lot that's going to happen in 2024 that you don't even know what's coming your way. <laughs> it's just, we don't even know, right? But today, right now, we have this opportunity to decide how we want right now to feel, who we want to be right now, how we want to respond to a situation, um, all of those things. like are in our control right now um so i'll be looking and she went on that that my son said about enjoying the passage of time because so many people talk about like time flies and you know just it's all the things about like oh you just blink your eyes and then time all this time's gone by and you know be careful because you're going to regret you know not taking in time and all this stuff's like well can we stop looking at time as like a bird that flew away like let's just settle down and realize that time doesn't change like as far as well, it does change, but time doesn't go faster and slower. It can feel like that. Sure. At certain points of life. And I 100% know how it feels to be a stay at home mom with nursing babies that you feel like all you are is a milk cow. You just never leave your nursing chair. You just change baby diapers and nurse babies all day long. And time seems like it's crawling. Maybe not even crawling. Maybe, maybe time fell asleep. Okay, Um, I know how that feels. So, but the reality is, like, it doesn't change. Like, time is just ticking along. And I heard on a podcast, and I think it was Glennon Doyle's, and I don't remember who she was interviewing. I wish I could remember. This was a while back. But the person she was interviewing, um, she asked him, like, what is change? Like, if you could describe change, how would you describe change? And this lady said basic, the very basic core of change is just time, time. And it hit me. I was like, Whoa, change is just time. Really? Oh, because over time things change, right? And if we did, if time wasn't moving along, change would stop, stagnant, still. So with the time moving along, that's what changes. Change is just time moving along. The seasons coming and going, plants growing, children growing up. Like that's just, that's change. Time moving along. So we don't have to be afraid of time. We don't have to hoard it. We don't have to rush it. We don't have to slow it down. We, I mean, we can try, but we can't. We have absolutely no control of that. What we do have control of is we can enjoy the passage of time. Um, and that to me is a beautiful, I don't know, it's just something beautiful that I'm going to be reflecting on, um, because it's like, what a cool way to go through life, to not be like, Oh, I've got to, you know, I only have this amount of time before my kids are grown and moved away or only, you know, it seems like this much time before this, like sort of measuring things like that and being in panic mode. It's just like, no. I'm enjoying the passage of time. It's moving along. Things are changing. Things are meant to change. Things are supposed to change. Time brings change. Change is time. Whatever. For whatever it's worth, you guys. Those are my deep thoughts for January 1st, 2024. Now I have to blow my nose because it's still cold out here. The sun's come out, so it's really nice. But in wintertime, I have always have a runny nose. This is like, never stops. It's like a faucet. It's like a clear running faucet. So sorry. But that's what happens when you show up to my podcast. (laughs) Anyways, my question for everybody for 2024 is this. How can we enjoy the moments between the struggles? It's a question. How can we? Um, I was eating breakfast this morning. I made everybody breakfast and I sat down to eat and it took me a while because I was like making stir fried veggies and then some fresh veggies and then some corn tortillas and eggs. And it it was a process. And I was also like doing 50,000 other things like soaking the beans for sprouting and making coffee. And so... It's like a whirlwind in the kitchen and I sat down and I got my um, notebook with my pen and I was going to start writing notes for my podcast because I was like trying to, you know, catch up to the train of life that felt like it was just running without me. I was like, it's Monday. I need to be like out podcasting and I'm behind and, and I slept in. And so I just feeling behind. I sat down, i started starting to make notes and Jennifer's like, Abigail, I'm halfway through my plate of food. And I looked at him, I was like, Yes. She said, Don't forget to enjoy your food. Don't forget to enjoy the taste of your food. And I was like, ah, shit. Because <laughs> I talk with I talk with my family often about like, hey, let's take time to enjoy our food. Like, let's not look at our phones or read books. Like, what if we actually focus on what our food tastes like? And I had this whole talk with them recently about not rushing through eating or not doing other things while we're eating so that, like, enjoying the full experience. And here I am, rushing through my eating, grabbing, trying to make notes. My brain's not even in my body. It's like stressed out, trying to think ahead and... And so it made me stop and I thought, God, here I am, like forgetting to enjoy this simple, beautiful moment of my delicious food that I worked so hard to make. I worked so hard to make in the kitchen and then I'm gonna just gobble it up without even thinking. Like, that is a waste. But I could easily, if Jennifer hadn't said that, I would have easily just blown by that moment that life had me, that beautiful little passage of time. Where I ate some yummy food and I forgot to even realize I was tasting it like <laughs> these are the simple things so how can we enjoy these moments between the struggles of 2024 and maybe that's my goal 2024 maybe my goal is to enjoy the passage of time and to enjoy the moments that are tucked in between all the shit that's headed my way (laughs) and if i can notice and enjoy those moments i'll be ready for the shit that's coming my way right i'll be ready for it i'll be fueled up so fill up your tanks everybody and notice those moments take them in enjoy them time is passing whether you like it or not and It's a gift that we're still here, right? It's all a gamble. So it's wild. It's all I know. It's unexplainable. It's wild, but it's good. And I'm grateful to be here. And I'm grateful that we made it to 2024. So all that being said, I love you guys so much. Thanks for showing up again this week. And next week... I have a really awesome person who is cool as shit that's coming on my podcast. I'm not going to read it for you. You just have to come back and see who it is. I'm very excited about this conversation that's coming up next week, so don't miss it. And um, yeah, cheers to 2024. Whatever happens, I know we got each other's backs. No, you're not alone. I'm here with you there's other people we are on this path together of, of growth and um, expansion in our own lives. And that's why you're listening to this podcast because you care about those things. So I'm so fucking proud of you. Don't forget to look in the mirror. Tell yourself you love yourself. And then ask yourself this question. What can I do for you today? I dare you. I love you. I'll see you next week. Happy New Year. Peace out. If I wrote it in a song, would you believe in more? If I busted out the lock, would you open the door? If I dare to speak my truth, would you still value me? If I reach my hand to you, would you to the open air and claim your freedom waiting there.